The day of Pentecost. Oh my, what a special day, and what a great day in Acts chapter 2. Let's look at that text today and see its, well, its greatness. That's today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Well, thank you to our J-Web, and greetings to all of you. We're so blessed to have you with us once again, and we are honored today to present another lesson from the past from Brother Fred Dennis. Hailing from Ohio, Brother Dennis preached a number of years primarily in Ohio and West Virginia. And among his writings, he penned three volumes titled 50 Short Sermons. Now, while short as far as brevity in writing, they are lengthy with the power of the Scripture. We are blessed to have Volume 1 available to us here at International Gospel Hour. And as we do from time to time, we love to reach back to the past, and we love to bring forth lessons in the present. So in a few moments, we're going to consider Brother Dennis's lesson, Seven Great Things About Pentecost. But first, I'd like for you to, uh, to hear a few words from our J-Web. We love to hear from our listeners And he wants to share with you our contact number, and then we'll come back for our study with Brother Dennis. The quickest way to reach us is our toll-free number, 1-855-IGH-6988. You can request free Bible study courses, ask a question, or make a comment. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number again is 1-855-IGH-6988, or if you prefer, 1-855-444-6988. Pentecost was a great day. It was one of three meal feasts of the Jews. Seven weeks, called Sabbaths, were to be completed, And the forty-nine days must be finished, and the next day, the fiftieth, is what from the Septuagint we call Pentecost. Leviticus 23, verse 15. The Church of Jesus Christ had its beginning on the first Pentecost after the death, burial, resurrection, and ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ. This was fifty days after His resurrection from the grave. Pentecost always came on the first day of the week, hence... The church of the New Testament had its beginning on the first day of the week, on the Lord's Day. Pentecost was a great day. Let's talk about a great place. Jerusalem was a great place. This was the holy city, the beloved city of the Jews. Jesus wept over it, saying, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often I would gather thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and you would not. Matthew twenty-three thirty-seven. What a bitter lamentation! Jerusalem was the beginning place of the New Testament church. Any church that had its beginning at any place other than Jerusalem, 
or had its beginning time any other time than the first Pentecost after the death, burial, resurrection, and ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ, could not be the church that we read about in the Bible. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow into it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Isaiah 2, 2 and 3. Thus we have the birthplace of the church indicated hundreds of years before its beginning. Just before Jesus ascended, he gave to his apostles the Great Commission. Luke records it in these words, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry you in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Luke twenty four forty six through 49 These apostles were to tarry in Jerusalem. Thus they did. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Luke twenty four fifty one through 53 On Pentecost, what a great audience! When the day of Pentecost came, the apostles were all with one accord in one place in the city of Jerusalem. Acts 2, 2-4 records, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Thus we have the miraculous outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the apostles, enabling them to speak with other tongues. The multitude was not there present when the Holy Ghost was poured out on these apostles, but when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. We would be confounded if we were to hear men who knew but one language get up to preach with many different languages represented in their audience, and every man would hear them speak in his own language. This happened on the birthday of the church. It is not happening today. Men are not speaking with other tongues today. There were Jews there from every nation under heaven. Oh, friends, how about a great preacher and a great sermon? The outstanding preacher of the day was Peter. He had been chosen many months before this by the Lord for this very reason. He was the man with the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Matthew 16 and verse 19. It is the part of wisdom for us to note what Peter bound on the day of Pentecost. And do not forget that is what is bound in heaven. Peter preached a great sermon. He had a great theme. He was preaching to lost men. His subject was salvation from sin. 
He preached Jesus Christ to this dying multitude. He preached the death of Christ for our sins, His burial and His resurrection, yes, and His ascension to the right hand of God. Upon another occasion, this same Peter said, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Acts 4, verse 12. There is no salvation in human names. And now the great question. In bringing his sermon to a climax, the great preacher said, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. He was preaching to the very betrayers and murderers of the Son of God. They saw their lost condition. They saw that they were without God and without hope. They had been led by the preaching of the gospel to see that they were miserable sinners. Acts 2.47 said, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Now we see the great answer. This multitude had asked the greatest question that one can engage the mind of a thinking person. What was the inspired apostles' answer to this great question? Hear it. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And do not forget that these conditions of pardon are bound in heaven. What did these people do to be saved? They heard the truth. They believed it. They repented of their sins and were baptized for the remission of their sins. This made them Christians. It saved them from their past sins. It made them members of the right church. It will allow the very same thing for you, and it will do the very same thing. The great results, Acts 2, verse 42, They that gladly received His word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. That's verse 41. They were now saved from their past sins. How did they keep saved? And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers, Acts 2.42. Now Acts 2.46 and 47. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Oh my, what a great day, a great place, a great audience with a great preacher, great sermon, great question, great answer, and great results. And to God be the glory. Was that not a thrilling lesson from Brother Dennis? Preached many years ago, still powerful today. Dear friends, have we prompted some questions in your life? Are you thinking about your relationship with the Lord? then let us help you with our free Bible study, I'm sorry, our free Bible study available by mail. Here is our J-Web with the details, and I'll come back and wrap up our broadcast. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. Again, dear friends, what a joy to open the Word of God here in Acts, the second chapter, and to see how great things were on that day of Pentecost. And you know, friends, you can have greatness in your life by obedience to the gospel call just as they did. Let's continue our studies together at another time, shall we? And as always, friends, thank you for joining me on the International Gospel Hour broadcast today. I'm Jeff Archie, and as always, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory.